This is Bucks Breakfast. Let's take a closer look then at today's front pages. There's so many different stories going on. Jonathan, where would you like to start? Well, should we start with the word sleaze and get it over with? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I suppose so. It's on an awful lot of the papers, apart from the uh, out-and-out uh, un- unquestioning government supporters. Uh, most of the papers have used the word sleaze or variations of back to the 90s, Tory sleaze, etc., etc. It's all about this vote in the Commons yesterday. And that's um, pretty much all we need to say about that, isn't it? Because they're they're all doing it and it's all uh, over the news anyway. So yeah. uh, there's not much... Uh, anybody can add to it apart from their own political views. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's let's move, move on, on then. Um, so the eye this morning they've got that Slee story as the main story, but uh, uh, above that, two other interesting uh, and current affairs. The first is the UK's electric car plan is delayed. A special report on the lack of charge points. Well. Goodness me, they should have seen this coming. They should have got the infrastructure in place before they do the big push on electric cars. So no surprises there Um, for me. uh, My neighbour's just bought an electric car, but it's one that doesn't need to be plugged in. So isn't that the way to go? Mm, depends how it's actually being charged. Is it one of these newfangled wireless charger ones where you just park it over the uh, the thing in the road? Uh, I suspect it probably isn't because there are very few of those. One of them's in Marlow, and mm. uh, there's a lot of publicity about that. But even that <laughs> is an experimental queue. one. <laughs> well, no, you have to have the special car with the special kit to do it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I suspect that may be the way it goes, but I think it's a long, long time before any of that happens outside people's houses. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think a lot of people would love to have an electric car, but, uh, you know, we've got to get these charging points in place first, surely. Yeah. Yeah, unless you have your own driveway and you can park your car right next to your house. I mean, you can't run a cable out across a pavement. No. At all. Um, But I think probably this report in the eye is is talking about public charge points at petrol stations and service areas and and shopping high streets and the like, where you just, uh, every time you stop your car, basically, you plug it in. Um, And uh, there's there's a whole mindset change needs to happen there, because I don't know about you, but the only thing that I charge up regularly, like every day, is my phone. Mm. And I wait until it's very nearly empty. And the battery is sort of, uh, the, the little indicator's gone red to say there's 10% left. And then I plug it in. Yeah. Uh, and I'm lucky enough to have a routine where I can more or less do that whenever it needs it. But um, that might have to change with electric cars uh, so that every everywhere you go in your car, um, you look for a charge point and you plug it in every time you stop. And the eye is right that that is just not possible yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's quite a lot on the eye this morning. They've got a story about the NHS staff um, who are likely to uh, expect announcement as soon as today, apparently. Get a jab or get out. And uh, mm, Yes, but. Yes, but. Yes, exactly. So it looks like it might come in for NHS staff by April of next year because, of course, they don't want to bring that in now ahead of the winter. Um, Care home staff, of course, that rule comes in on the 11th of November. So um, that could be another crisis waiting to happen. Mm, Yes. And well, not another crisis, but an awful lot of individual crises. Yeah. Because care homes are individual places. So if the rule comes down and a a care home manager has to go around to their staff and say, "You, you, you can't work now, 
we can't let you in because you haven't been vaccinated. And you end up with a, a personal discussion about just why that person won't get vaccinated because, as the government's very fond of saying, it's a personal choice. Mm. But now they're making it so it's not a personal choice if you want to keep your job in uh, that situation. And mm. some reports saying that some care homes will have to close down because there won't be yeah. enough staff. And then that means but that more people, anyway. that more people, yeah, more people will stay in hospital because they can't find care home places to discharge them to. Um, and then we get a, a, a crisis in the hospitals over winter. So it's... <sighs> We're one doomed. to watch. We're all doomed. Um, and a last one on the eye. I mean, there's a lot to talk about there. But orange peril. There's a fake tan shortage. Jonathan, what are we going to do? I don't know. We, I'm just not going to have to just not go out. <laughs> but then I don't anyway. So. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Shall we move on quickly? Yes. Uh, a lovely story in the Metro. Um, it's sort of not, not been given a great deal of uh, publicity in this country because it's happened in Australia. I mean, if it happened in, in the UK, it would be all over every single front page and the main headline on the news. This four-year-old girl who went missing from a... I think it was from a campsite. And uh, she's been missing for, I think, what, three weeks? And they found her. And um, they found her locked in a house somewhere in Australia. And the Metro is the only paper in the UK that's uh, featuring this. And they've headlined it, The Moment the World Was Praying For. Yeah, how Cleo 4 came back from the dead. So putting mm. it a little bit strong, but even so, that's a very good news. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, moving to the Times next, uh, they've got uh, a, a story or an interview with Angelina Jolie inside today in Times 2. But underneath that, um, a story, social media sites are harmful by design, says Watchdog Boss. And I think this is a follow-up to the Facebook um lady, the whistleblower, uh, who was saying that, you know, Facebook designs its algorithms to, to, to spread bad news stories because they get more hits and therefore they can display more advertising and so on. But, you know, let's just make a note here that it works for good news stuff as well. So if I put up something on my Facebook page to say oh I don't know, here's a bit of good news from my house um, then th that will spread as well and the more people that like it the further it goes and the more and more of my friends like it. So it's not just, I mean it is harmful by design but it is uplifting by design as well. Just trying to inject a little bit of balance. Mm, so what you're saying there is that it's down to the users. If if we didn't um, click on things yes. that we knew were going to outrage us, yes, then yeah, well, fair point. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's start a trend. <laughs> let's move on to the mirror, shall we? Um, and oh, uh, yes. footballers' wives, Wagatha Christie, the film. Now this is Colleen Rooney and uh, Rebecca Vardy. Uh, there's a picture of the two of them. I don't know which one is which. If I'm honest, I, I do. I do because it says so at the bottom. If you look, Colleen Rooney left. Oh yes, Rebecca yes. Vardy. So so that's the only way I know. I wouldn't know if they turned up on my doorstep though. Um, but uh, it looks like they're gonna, there's going to be a film. And I just, the cynic in me thinks, has that been the plan all along? Let's create mm. all this hoo-ha and all this, because they haven't, they haven't been to court. They haven't solved this problem, whatever it was. I can't even remember what it was. I think that was something to do with social media. Um, but now there's going to be a film, <laughs> possibly. 
<laughs> well, as they, as somebody famously said, um, said about uh, somebody else, um, um, all publicity is good publicity. Yes. From from that point of view, and people who are well known for being famous and famous for being well known. Yeah. Um, she d- doesn't want to live off camera. Yeah, sort, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, very. Um, so, you know, um, well, should we move o- over the, on over the uh, the other story in the front of the mirror because yep. they're the only ones who've got it. Interestingly, most of the other papers that have uh, political stories are talking about the vote in the Commons. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Mirror is going about uh, Boris Johnson lecturing COP26 about climate change and then getting on his private jet to fly back to London. Mm. Mm. Move on quickly. The Daily Telegraph. Uh, The Industrial Revolution is the latest front in the nihilistic war on our past. I did hear reports yesterday that that the Brits are being asked to apologise for the Industrial Revolution. Okay, well, and and the um, the effects thereof <laughs> yes. on, upon the entire world. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Two sides to every story, I suppose. You can see that that's where the current situation started. But on the other hand, you can also see that it was responsible for a lot of good things that yeah. have happened in the last two hundred years. We wouldn't be where we are without it. Let's put it like that. Yeah, for good or bad. Yes. Mm. Little one, the FT. Um, LV members offered a hundred pounds to back deal. LV being the insurance company, who used to be known as uh, Liverpool Victoria. It's been LV for a long time, but it is actually um, still one of the few mutually owned insurance companies. So in other words, if you have a, a, an insurance policy with LV, you have a share in the company. And uh, this uh, may be about to change because a US buyout firm called Bain Capital um, is uh, trying to take it over. And uh, the members, in other words, me, and people like me who have an insurance policy with LV have been offered a hundred pounds each. I didn't get that email. Oh, mm, okay. Mm. But anyway, um, the people who are against this takeover are saying a uh, hundred pounds—it's an insult, or words <laughs> to that effect. So I'm not sure whether they're objecting to the whole idea of it being taken over by a US buyout firm, or if they're just saying that's not yeah. enough. Yeah. But I, either way, um, myself personal opinion coming up. I think it would be a shame if uh, one of the few remaining mutually owned life insurers or insurance companies um, became suddenly about the bottom line. Yes, absolutely. LV are brilliant. They always have been. Okay, one other one from me on the FT. China plans to quadruple its nuclear arms stockpile by 2030, according to the Pentagon. Now, if mm, if China... not at all unbiased. If, if China planned to quadruple its nuclear arms stockpile according to china <laughs> then that would be a story but according yep. to the pentagon no let's just let's just uh, move along can, shall we you can almost see the next paragraph so we're going to do the same yeah 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 um final one from me then the daily express um, well, for one thing, returning to uh, the Commons thing, they've taken the opposite point of view. They're not using the word sleaze. They seem to have um, an interview with Owen Patterson himself. So you can see the um, mm. uh, angle they're taking on it. But look down the right-hand side of the front page of the Express. Uh, two pictures of Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, and the headline, 25 years on, it still suits you, Gwynny. She's wearing exactly the same red velvet suit. Mm. And, and what the Express is saying is that the left-hand side is now and the right-hand side is 1996. 
She doesn't even look all that different. No. She seems to be wearing the same shoes. So either this is one heck of uh, of a prevention from growing old and all those uh, uh, therapies and things that she's been marketing all these years do actually work. Mm. But I suspect that there may be something in, along the lines of, how shall I put it, invention going on here. Oh. On the part of the Daily Express. Call me cynical. But I can't see that she's going to look so similar after 25 years. Wow. I could be wrong. I'm quite prepared to be proved wrong. <laughs> but uh, it just doesn't <laughs> ring true to me. OK, last one from me. And it's Matt's cartoon on the front of the Telegraph this morning. Oh, There's yeah. a, a dog and a cat looking out of the window, fireworks going off outside. And one says to the other, of course I'm terrified. Have they even considered the carbon footprint of those things? <laughs> and those are today's front pages. Thank you, sir.